So this is Fam Electric Ghost, and we're talking from our home studio. And um, wanted to get into um, a brand new record we're working on for 2022. We actually have two records on deck. And this record right now is tentatively called um, Sato Stuff or Sato Waves or Waves. Um, we haven't figured out which one we're going to call it. It's probably Sato um, Sato Stuff or <laughs> maybe even uh, Sato Damo Fetish Bondage Cruise, <laughs> which we kind of like. But um, what we're going to get into in this episode is we're going to talk about um, five videos that we made that actually uh, we create ourselves for the five original songs from the record. These aren't all the songs on the record, but they are representative of what we're doing. Uh, we've been changing the way we write music. If you notice, we've been using our natural voice rather than our uh, voicoded, transformed Josephine voice in a lot of the new material. The next set of albums will be like the once they're out, there'll be four albums where the ghost or myself is is taking a lead rather than Josephine Electric, my alter ego. So before we get into everything, we want to talk about some of our sponsors. Um, so we're going to get into a sponsor that's been with us uh, in this year is uh, Double Jack Online. So Double Jack Online is a philanthropic online lottery where a percentage of the profits go to charity. If you take your cell phone right now, your cell, smartphone and scan that, you'll get to Double Jack Online. They are looking for influencers. Um, it is basically a really cool thing because if you get people to play the online Kino and um, Powerball, they can win big prizes. Percentage of profit goes to charity. If you are the influencer that got them to join, you get uh, compensated for every play they make. Uh, every other person they get to add, come, come in and join Double Jack Online. So it's a pretty cool thing. And you're helping people through philanthropic um, online gaming. So go check it out. So the other thing is today, um, there's a big, uh, a lot of problems with um, sex traffic. So what we want to do is kind of talk, speak to that. We're going to bring up um, something we've got here. You got to look at it. It's um, you basically you should check out um, Sports Market. And if you use the code here, uh, Keith Gittins Jones, and you use that bit.ly link, you can go and buy a t shirt and we'll make it a little bigger so you can see it. Um, but basically, you know, you should stay awake um, and, and be aware there's like 20 to 40 million people in the world in uh, modern day slavery. Uh, the average age of a sex worker, expectation worker, is like 12 years old, and child, child sex trafficking is an epidemic. You, you make sure that you can uh, support Treasured Vessels Foundation and their efforts to get people out of this and find a safe place for them. So every time you buy a T-shirt, you're helping the, this Treasured uh, Vessels find uh, take these um, victims of child sex of sex trafficking uh, and get them out of their their dilemma and get them to a safe place. So again, go check it out. Hit the Bitly link that we have up here. You can go back. We've kept it. Not, it's not moving, so you can kind of copy. You can't click on it, but we will make a version of this available in the podcast. <clears throat> so when it gets published on Spotify, public podcast, and YouTube, and Facebook, and Twitch, you'll be able to click on it. 
Again, use the coupon code KeithGittins-Jones, and uh, that will help you get a discount. So we're getting out of the way. We got <laughs> not out of the way. It's actually very important. Um, and then we've got some of the songs here we're going to get into. We've got one more sponsor we want to get into. So they've been pretty big about helping us out. So you want to check out Newsly.me. You go to www.newsly.me. They are on your Android store or iTunes store. Go and check that out and um, use the coupon code GHOST2021 and you can get one month free premium subscription. That's one month free premium subscription for Newsly. What happens is it reads the news to you on your smartphone so you can multitask and get to hear your CNN without watching it or MSNBC or Fox, whatever you watch, but you're getting news articles read to you in a natural human voice. So you start listening, stop scrolling and, and check that out. And again, you go 2021 and uh, you'll be glad you did. So we're going to get back to the ghost format. So we're going to our ghost logo. And then, you know, if you want to help out the ghost, one thing that we also have, that if you want to check us out, you can support the ghost on um, all of our channels. Uh, it would be useful to help us out. It would be cool if you did that. So if you just go to our link, if you go out to our link tree, or even if you're on our Spotify, if you're on our SoundCloud, there's a COVID-19 link. You can click that and support us when we do our interviews for free with artists around the world. One thing we are going to talk about is the fact that in in um, February 11th to the 13th, they're doing the second Peg Bedroom Producer Festival. You can see we actually, this t-shirt is from the one from July that we did the 16th to the 18th. We had 22 different acts, including myself, Fam Electric Ghost Peg, play 20, 30-minute sets, um live through this platform and it went live on a twitch youtube and um uh, facebook one thing about it this year is everything's going to end up being on spotify an hour after we play so <laughs> excuse me um so what we're going to get into now is we're going to get into talking about uh sato stuff which is a 2022 album project that we're doing and we're going to bring up some of the videos that we've been working on. Now, we create our own videos using all kinds of tools, like we write our own music. Again, we're a dollless producer. Uh, we are inspired by beauty. We're inspired by beautiful women that we've met and get uh, really hung up on. And so this album is for my Busan Queens. And uh, I just wanted to let them know I've been you know, thinking about them big time. And so what I'm going to do is we're going to get into the first song on the playlist, which is an interesting song. The thing that came up with this song was um, we got got the Akai Force, which is a really cool Dollist production uh, capability. And we've been uh, very, very uh, lusting after that device, and we didn't pick it up until late this year. What's cool about the Akai Force, for those that don't know what it is, the history of Akai with the MPCs, is the fact that um let's get back to my me it, it, it's a dollless system that lets you you know bring in cv modular gear you can i've connected it to a grandmother through its midi and input lines you can have a quarter inch lines coming in it has the classic mpc sampler but what's different it has all these uh, pads i think there's like 64 touch pads on it 
that allow you to play instruments. So we've we got like core guitars, we've got pianos, an or Odyssey or an ARP Odyssey, a Mellotron, um, all kinds of really cool stuff. Plus really cool drum machines and, and a drum synth and a hype synth and all this other cool stuff. What allows you to, on a touchscreen, in an Ableton clip kind of workflow, put together like eight clips. And then through the arranger mode, you can bounce the clips around. So you could have clip one, then clip four, and go back to one, then go back to eight, and then go back to six. And you can, and then at the same time you're arranging that, you could be inputting a modular synth, you could be playing a guitar into it, you could be running samples into it, you could be um, playing a Moog into it, and we've done that. And so it gives you a lot of control over what you're doing. You can be the central control of your whole set. You can, we've had an you know L8. Uh, live track hooked up to it in R24. We would, we're looking at getting an R20. We could probably link that to it. So you can do a lot of interesting stuff. Right now, our, our, our whole workflow is that we take a song we write on it. We don't do the vocals on it unless we do a sample. We do the vocals um, with our new 512 Audio Sky um, Light microphone that you see us using right now. And uh, we use the LA live track from zoom <clears throat> to actually do the vocal so we'll do a vocal and put that on a separate track and then we'll master the whole result of of what's going on um on um <laughs> we, we, we so it's somebody here so i don't know who that is but um what's really cool is um that you can just put together really interesting work and and i really I can't say enough about, given the fact that I'm a Dallas producer and I normally used an R24, that is what I really uh, dig is is doing production in that way. So let's go and actually show some videos. So we're going to do the first video from the project, which is called Tangible Intangibility. We're going to bring that up and play that now. Never thought I could know a girl so sexed up in this soul. video has a soul. Never know why these things don't want to work. Let me try. See what happened here. Oh, there it goes. That might be why. Oh, she explodes. Never thought I could know a girl so sexed up in the soul. The soul. Got my hole, got my hole, hole. Never thought I could know a girl so sexed up in the soul. We went with go down low on my tongue. She explodes. Oh, it's got my gold and saddle, 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 sa
intangibility so i'm not sure if people heard me at the beginning of the program um but now now we're back and so yeah that's the first video um from the record and it's coming out in uh next year around february maybe uh might come out uh march but kind of depends on what i have got another project i'm putting out ahead of it um so the next uh, thing I wanted to do is I don't know if we got cut off when we first started, so we're going to actually bring up a couple of things again. I'll bring up um, Double Jack Online. So again, if you're into um, philanthropic online gaming, check out Double Jack Online. Double Jack Online is a 
is a is a place where you can play Keno, Powerball, and it's a uh, percentage of the profits go to charity. So take your smartphone right now, scan that, check it out. It's pretty cool. And uh, we'll, we'll, you'll be glad you did. You can become an influencer from them. It's all around the world except in the U.S. You can use the VPN to access it and then uh, check it out. So the next track from this album, again, we are a Dawless producer. This is Fam Electric Ghost, if you missed us at the beginning. We're talking about this album called Sado Stuff that's going to come out. And we are a Dawless producer, a big um a big believer in hardware sense. And uh, we kind of moved into a little bit of um, modern day production, clip-based production with the Kai Force, which was used on that track we just used, um, what we just played. What we liked about the Kai Force is you can bring in all types of, uh, you can bring in CV instruments, USB MIDI, you can sample stuff, you can bring in guitars, you can bring in synths. Uh, we brought in our grandmother and played it. We used an OPZ. We got a boutique J, um, JD808 coming uh, that we're going to link up to it. And so what we've been doing is, um, in the case of the grandmother, you can come in under a, like a USB MIDI and then leave an audio track open. When you leave the audio track open and you don't set a fixed length, you can actually record a uh, either using the pads to trigger the Moog <clears throat> if you set up the MIDI right. So if you go into the I.O. on um, Akai Force, you can actually set the MIDI. So the force is actually, you know, the MIDI in and the, um, I think so. And then the out is the, is the grandmother. So then you can either use the keyboard or use the pads to run um, a composition using like, you know, bass lines or lead lines or whatever you want to modulate, strange modulation with the LFOs and envelopes and have that real spring reverb coming into your composition into um, either a clip or doing it into a ranger mode and then you've got like that Mo goodness inside, you know, on top of something like we brought in a Mellotron um, module. We brought in an ARP um, uh, uh, Odyssey. Uh, we've been using like a Korg guitar pack. We got a like a Korg piano pack. And there's all these cool things you can do with a traditional DAW. But then, you know, through an audio interface, yeah, you could bring your Mogan. <clears throat> but we love, what we like about it is the pads on this thing. Sorry for um, that pop, but um, yeah, you can do a lot of interesting things in, in a way that we like to do recording and we still do uh, our hardware because we actually record it into a live track LE, which is a Zoom hardware recorder. The cool thing about the LE is it's like the L series, they record uh, stems in every input. So if you've got an input coming in, it's going to record it to a separate stem. And then when you go to master it, you have levels and stuff that you can apply to it uh, or effects you can apply or not apply. And so what we also like doing is in the master, we like kind of bouncing around the effects and like throwing a, a delay at the end of a, of a line or, or switching it to like a, a plate effect at the, to give an emphasis to a line or to a, like a vocal effect. So just bouncing around the effects based on the lyrics of the song and the vocals of the song. So we do that. And we've had a lot of fun using the combination of the Zoom Live track with the Kai Force and a grandmother when uh, using the Soyuz launcher uh, in some cases with the microphone or just using this uh, 512 audio microphone hooked directly to the live track. So the next track we're gonna talk about after tangible intangibility, we're going to get into the next track that we're going to show. So let's bring that up.
so we can see it queuing up. So that's tangible intangibility. And the next song we're going to bring in is, uh, let's see, where, what order I put it in. Damo, Sato, Fetish, Bondage, Rich. Sugar, on that one song is actually combining with another one so let me get back to the main view yeah that's that's uh, <laughs> we're gonna fix that video but that's cool we didn't see that so we actually can get to the next song but we'll just dive into a little bit more about the record um it's just um something that we were working on um for a while uh just because we we ended up putting again i said i had two different projects and one of the projects that came out of this was um, this other record that's more of a follow-up to Ascending into Darling Mode. Uh, it's called Ascendant Love. And that that particular record is um, is going to be coming out before this one. But the Sado stuff is, is kind of really what the ghost is about. We get into kind of really um, <laughs> uh, heavy, heavy, uh, you know, sex <laughs> to say it any other way um we, we just like to put our uh bondage fetish grooves into practice um into what we do into, into the music and we feel 
that uh, using these kind of analog sense and hardware sense is is something that feels uh, as part of the groove. It's part of the, the funk that we're into and the progressive electronic music that we like. Uh, just giving us giving you a couple of like uh, reference points that like, we're big fans of uh, Parlor and Funkadelic, uh, Tangerine Dream, uh, the 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 great uh, jazz group Sun Ra, Prince of course, Hendrix, uh, Pink Floyd, uh, Yes, Genesis. So we're very much in the tradition of of the old school progressives and funk players and jazz players that use synthesizers as part of their palette part of their uh, weapon of choice, sonic weapon of choice. And we we really are into Moog DFAMs and grandmothers and Mother 32s, tools like the math module on a Eurorack or the Morphogene module for sampling because it gives you an alternative way of doing something that sometimes we like having the surface controls. We're kind of old school. We like having surface controls on a Moog grandmother <clears throat> to actually like a Hammond B3, like the draw bars, manipulate the song while we're playing it the sound while we're playing it and and that's what we like about a lot of analog and hardware senses the ability to even see with moog i mean uh with with a uh, roland when they brought back the jupiter x people kind of complained oh it's not fully analog but one of the core things they did was like all the surface controls on it are very much like the original jupiter and there's a reason why you want that because that actually gives you that level of control over the sound when you're playing. So as a synthesizer player, not just an electronic musician on a CDJ, we use all the control surfaces on a synth. If you're on a, a mini Moog, you're using that ladder filter, you're using the envelopes, you're using um, on the LFOs because it gives you the character of what you're doing. And it gives you the palette, the colors to choose when you're playing. And that's what we like about it. And, um, and even though you could do a lot of these things on a DAW, I don't know if you would do them if you don't have the control surface. So even if your, your DAW might have access to say, well, I could do a Model D, but if you don't have all the control surfaces of a Model D, you're not going to play a Model D like a guy who has a Model D. Model D. And that's just, that's just a fact. The MIDI controller is not going to have those controls. You're going to have to go do it after the fact. You're not going to do it real time. And a lot of what we do is real-time performance recording of things kind of in a stream of consciousness uh, and then find out what works. That's just our style. So we're going to get into the next song because uh, that song kind of got messed up. We're going to fix it and pull it off the web. It's got like a little jumble. And that was one of the latest songs for the project. So we're going to get to the next one. Turn the head around. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. 
another uh song from our collection called uh sato stuff uh, i think that's the name of the record but we might change it again but um with that song you can really hear the grandmother coming in 
And when I say grandmother coming into what you mean, my grandmother was like coming in. No, like the Mo grandmother, you can hear this really distorted weirdness. And that's the grandmother coming in um, with its like analog power and greatness of those Moog oscillators and LFOs. And, and that's the kind of the thing where we like being able to mix that. And we kind of just like played it in real time when we did it. And uh, we got what we wanted. And uh, a lot of times, like what we do is like second, third take. And, um, you know, with all the little micro errors or anything that's in the mix, because we're trying to get like a sound painting. It's, to me, it's like a feeling. It is what we did at that moment in time is what we like to capture with our hardware sense and make that uh, into a sound experience. Uh, like in terms of the idea that Hendrix said with the experience was, you know, it's like a sound experience and sound paintings. He brought that term up. George Martin with the Beatles brought it up. Uh, if you've watched a documentary with George Martin, he, he said, you know, we could, we could have recorded the Beatles like a live act all the time. But the fact is he loved expressionist paintings. And he was talking about how like you could, do all these things in the studio. And uh, one of the things he talked about was that he had been producer on these Peter Sellers comedy records. And they did backward tape loops, they had orchestras, they had lots of overdubs, all kinds of effects, because it was like a comedic album, it was like a movie production. And then, you know, when he was working the Beatles, he kind of brought up to the boys that like, hey, you know, the Fab Four, we, we could take those Peter Sellers techniques and actually do it on a rock album. And that's where we kind of get today's standard with on the within the DAW that everybody can go and throw in multiple effects and all kinds of strangeness and all kinds of stuff that you couldn't do live. But now I guess you could because you could just run your backing tracks. But but you know you can use the studio to create the ultimate version of your band, kind of like an unreality of your band. And then what I would like to do is when I go to play live, like I don't necessarily play what the studio version is. Though, because I have something like the Kai Force, I could have my original backing tracks and just play it, you know, and then maybe mute the, the vocal and go out and then mute the Moog line and play the Moog line live. All the rest of this stuff is what the original was. But if I feel like playing the Moog bass line different or the lead line different, then I will. And that's why I think it's cool about, you know, being a musician is you make it a choice. I could go out there and like mute, mute the drums and play the drums live you know, or play, like I said, the bass live or, or, or mute the piano parts or the pad parts and then play those live. It just kind of, but whatever I feel like that night, if I want to go in and, and put a D50 pad or like a, a D800, a JD800 pad or something. God, that's why I was like, I, I'm just obsessing about that. Oh, I, I, I want to do a Profit 5 tonight. So I'm going to do Profit 5 type sounds or I'm going to do, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever feel like a Jupiter 8, like I'm in the Jupiter 8 mode or the 106 mode or whatever mode you're in um, to, to kind of get out there. Uh, just because what we do as musicians is kind of like whatever I'm feeling is what I'm going to do. And I think it's, I think a lot of people would like to see a musician is like, okay, they're going to come out whatever the feeling of the day is and express that in the music. So a lot of what we do in, with the ghost or Phantom Electric Ghost or Peg is we like to take those feelings that we got and moment in time, put it down and and then let it go. And then that's why we have a lot of material. I mean, last year we probably did like eight albums because we kept on having different feelings and different ways of expressing ourselves. And we did lots of different types of records. Um, 
just because that's what we like to do. And whether or not that's a smart thing to do, when it comes to the podcast, it's actually been okay for us to do the amount of material we do. It's helping us with our brand. People are recognizing that we're not, you know, we're not trying to make the latest hit. Uh, a lot of what we do is just because, you know, we, we, we like to do what we feel um, at the moment. And so we'll get into the next song from the Sato uh, stuff. So let me just cue it up so we have it set up. And let's get to the next song. Next ocean wave waves. Gentlemen, never, never say with the heart on. Gentlemen, never, and never say with the heart on. Hit the heart on Oh, 
And so that album is um that record kind of gives you the the title of the, the the album. It's talking about like Sado ways, you know, uh Sado Grace. And that's kind of where the, this idea of Sado ways for the album comes from that track. And something we've been playing with this idea, Prince had this idea of like fetish bondage grooves. Uh and you get like so we we brought the idea of like Sado Damo fetish bondage grooves which might be the full name of the album because we're still kind of thinking about it. Well, I think I actually went out and called it Damo Waste. But um, what, what's interesting is um, it, it's, again, this kind of freeform technique of uh, doing clip-based um, programming but using the arranger mode to bounce it around. So a lot of these songs are, are really, they start on the Akai uh, force in arranger mode and we kind of bounce around the clips and use it to drive the groove. And in some cases we bring in the analog goodness of the, of the Mo grandmother and other things that we've done um, is actually on a different album. We actually brought in a full sample of us playing a Juno and having a Mother 32 and a, and a Moog D-Fam. And just to talk about the Moog D-Fam, which really isn't on this record as much as it is on the other record, which is uh, Send in Love. Is we love the Moog D fan because it's not really, it's really not a drum machine. It's a percussive synthesizer that happens to do drums. And the the key to getting this, the the Moog D fan is is not getting hung up on the fact that it only does eight steps, right? You you see people take them and they stack three of them because it's like oh because it can only do this. You can just use one, and we've been using one for like last three years. And if you if you run LFOs into it, if you just uh, um, control the CV correctly. You can have it doing different types of drums, like uh, like uh, like Mylar Melody talked about, showed an example of his love for it. And the cool thing is, you could have a kick on one one step. You could have a a, a a snare and then have a cymbal, and you can bounce it around. You can have something like the Maths module from Make Noise go and take a trigger from it and then do a crazy long LFO and actually create 
way longer um, arrangement than what the defense can do. You can actually have the grandmother sequencer run it, and then you'll have like a 256-step drum beat. So there's a lot of different things you can do with it between the CV and other controls that you can have um, that you can just let your CV modular brain take over and you can do amazing things. And what we like to do with it is um, use it as a foundational groove to a lot of music. And if you, you get into new wave, you know, a lot of music used um, Lynn drum machines or 808s or 909s to create these kind of industrial beats. They're famous for bands like New Order and Depeche Mode and even like early, well, Joy Division always used like real drums. Um, it's really a New Order started using the drum machines heavy. But um, what's really interesting is is just the, the finding the right tool for the job. And for the, this album, again, most of the most of it is done between the grandmother and the Kai Force and then using a hardware recorder to record it. Uh, so... The, we're going to get into some of the last music that we have on this project. We're going to get to the next uh, song. It might be only one more song. I forget how many songs I put on here. I only did five, so I got to see where we are on the on the playlist. But we're going to go through the playlist. We go to the next song. Deep romantic. That girl is the orgasmic truth. Do you feel the proof that girl It come in the room And why do that girl It's the orgasmic truth But all over you That girl And what you wanna do That girl It's the orgasmic truth Time goes, 
Deep romantic thrust in the night. Just thinking about Ara for that one. It's like she's a, it's a pretty hot, super hot actually. Um, so, what's really interesting again is um, that particular song. You you could think maybe I had the grandmother on it, but that was all with high force. And um, it's just interesting what you can do on the Kai Force and try to make it groove like like a, like if you were just on a Prophet or a Jupiter or a 106. Or even if you're using like a, a workstation, you know, synth. If they, you just are able to get a lot of really interesting groove stuff on that. And there's some really, you know, kind of like stream of consciousness kind of jam band style playing that I got into and I was able to do it. And that is just something I've been really um, looking for the right tool. I mean, I, I really love my BeatStep Pro. I used it for years in combination with all my other sequencers. They're in my sense. But this like high force is like the ultimate sequencer. If you're looking for a sequencer, I mean, it's expensive if you're thinking about just a sequencer, but um, it just does what you want it to do. And now I know there's some issues with like alternative timings that it can't handle. Uh, and for stuff like that, what I kind of do is I just, uh, you know, I just play live. <laughs> if I want to do an alternative timing, I kind of just play stuff live and I get it the way I want and don't quantize as much um, if you if you want that kind of feel. Um, so I'm not sure if I have another track here. Uh, I'm looking to see if there's another one here. No, there's no more. Uh, so we finished this project for the five examples that we wanted to show. So we're pretty psyched um, with what we've been able to do uh, with the Kai Force. Uh, we think it can be the central uh, hub of a Dallas production. And you know, if you think about going on the road and you wanted to have 
your backing tracks and you don't want uh, a computer. Now, the one thing I would say that there is a load time between projects. So you would have to find a way to do an interlude with maybe some of your analog equipment. Like my grandmother, I could easily play something while my Akai Force was loading up the next project. And I could actually do something with any of my analog gear uh, to, to kind of create the interlude. So I understand like if you're doing a performance, that that is one problem with it. That it doesn't like seamlessly, if you were like on a fandom, you want to go from one project to the next, you can slide to the next one. The same thing even on my BeatStep Pro. If I want to go one project to the next, it's like an instantaneous load of the sequence and there's no there's no there's no delay. And so if you're if you've got a problem with that, that maybe is not the right tool for the job, but I think you can get around it by just organizing your show in a certain way. But we thank you for joining and uh, we hope that you check out the last link here, the support peg. You can go to this link and you can do a PayPal me donation and help us out because we do interview bands for free. Again, if you're an artist, um, actor or um, poet, even a painter we've interviewed, um, we, we just contact us on our Instagram on Facebook, which is Fam Electric Ghost on Instagram. Send us a direct message if you want to be a guest. It's free. We do have sponsors. We do ask people to maybe uh, add us to a playlist or tell people about us um, in that that's helpful or even to prom- uh, support some of the sponsors we're talking about. Like a, like um, if you go to Double Jack online or something like that, that's what we ask you to do. Um, again, if you want to be on the program, you can go to Instagram, Fam Electric Ghost on Instagram, send us direct message. We're looking for your bio, a short bio, um, your streaming uh, music links and a promo photo. And we will be, we're scheduling all kinds of uh, acts for next year. We Again, we have the Peg Bedroom Producer Festival, February 11th through 13th. <clears throat> We've got over, I think, 16 to 18 acts already. Uh, this is a continuation of what we did in July. And um, every band is going to play a 20, 30 minute set. They're going to go from Friday night at six o'clock at night, New York time to like 1130 at night. The next day go from seven, 6 a.m. to like 1130 p.m. And the same thing the next day. So we still have some open slots for bands on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we probably will max out around 22. We're at like 16 to 18. So yeah, I mean, it might fill up fast because we interview people all the time. We'll probably interview a couple bands that will jump in at, in January. Um, so thank you for supporting Peg. Check it out. Uh, go to Fam Electric Ghost on YouTube, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Favorite Our Music. Uh, hit the COVID support lines. Hit the donation. Check out our Anchor FM podcast. And we are on Spotify podcast. You can watch our podcast on Spotify. We're in their beta program, so you can actually watch us, not just on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, but you can watch us on Spotify. So go to Spotify podcast, look for Fam Electric Ghost, or and um, you can actually watch us there. The Josephine Electric ones, our lead singer, um, they are just the audio version of the podcast, but the full video version is on Fam Electric Ghost on Spotify podcast. Thank you for listening to Peg, and we hope to hear from you again next year. Be safe.